welcome to another episode of the Crime and Coffee Couple. My name's Mike. And my name's Allison. Yeah, baby. You need a little bit more coffee. You were just yawning like a big uh, beluga whale, if I had to say. <laughs> right as Mike was introducing himself. I'm like, man, you are really like, interested in what I've got to say. I'm like, I got to get this yawn out. Whew. Yeah, it's like uh, like the... like. The opening hole of the beluga whale. Nice. I'm glad that's how you see me. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you very much. Almost like a butthole. Like, really kind. Yeah. You're yeah. painting me with a beautiful brush well, stroke. Everybody knows you're a lovely young lady. Everybody's seeing the Instagram stories and the pictures and the uh, YouTube and the uh, the Instagram as uh, things. Yeah. That, that's how old people say things like the Instagram. The, the Instagram. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, anything new and exciting? Um, no, it's a Sunday. We're early recording for next week. Yeah. Um, you know, doing what people do on Sundays, getting ready for the busy week. Right, right. I'm meal prepping, getting some work done so that I'm not crazy tomorrow. That sort of thing. Um, any new Amazon addiction ideas? There is one that I'm thinking of. I'm I'm curious to say, um, uh, see if you say it or not. Um, one of the things I am loving was a suggestion from Molly Ye, who if you watch the Food Network. She has a show on Sundays called Girl Meets Farm. I bought her book, um, something about eggs. I can't think about the name of the book is, yeah, but make some eggs or something. it's something that she suggested. Oh, it's a spoonula. Isn't it like the eggs home are is home? where the eggs are. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's called a spoonula and it's like a spatula slash spoon. It's silicone, which is different than like a fistula. Yeah, it's certainly not a fistula. Ain't like nobody a, want a fistula. It's like a medical problem, right? Yeah, it's okay. like an opening from the outside to the or the inside from to the outside. Like you could say that a like a colostomy is like a fistula. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. Hey, so just it's, when you it's th- not a f- fistula. Just when you thought you wouldn't hear about colostomies in the crime and coffee couple, <laughs> here you go. Somehow Mike brings up fistulas when we're talking about spoonulas. Well, what is spatula? So. It's a what? It's a spoonula. Okay. So it's very, very handy. I'm loving it in the kitchen. You're using it to make your eggs. I've basically used it for every time I'm cooking. Yeah, it's nice. It's handy. I like to have some kind of like a, a plastic thing there so I can like use it on the nonstick pans and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's not kinda... plastic. It's silicone. Yeah. So it's heat resistant. It's dishwasher. All the whole things. But anyway, it's fantastic. Yeah. So we'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in it. Yeah. Um, it's a certain brand. It's what she suggested. And how much it's, is it? Well, I can't remember. Bucks? No, less than that. Okay. So yeah. something to add to your repertoire for your Yes. Cook. What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking of your sunglass rack. Did we mention that before? Yeah, we have. Okay. So you, you just got another one because you're accumulating sunglasses. Yeah. I like, you know, I don't buy expensive sunglasses. No, you don't. Um, most of them are all under $20. Yeah. Like most... I'd say or somewhere around fifteen dollars a pair. I do. I love sunglasses. Yeah, well, they're nice. They're fashionable. You know, you can change the look of what you're doing out there. Especially we live in Florida, so mm-hmm. it's pretty sunny. We live in the friggin' sunshine state. Yeah. So based on my mood, I walk over to my little cases and I'm like, hmm, what are we feeling today? It's kind of fun. It is. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll put the link to uh, at least the the spoonula yeah. on there. Um, and I wanted to say, uh, you know, thank you so much for leaving reviews. It really helps us out, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or um, Amazon Audible. There's all you know good text ways to leave reviews there. And um, I um, wanted to read one here from JC on a uh, Apple Podcast. It says, so happy I found you guys. I'm a true crime fanatic, and I find myself running out of good true crime podcasts to listen to. Yesterday, I was scrolling and found you two, and I'm hooked. Great storytelling, great chemistry, and some humor thrown in. Keep it up. You've got a new fan. Aw, thank you. Thank you, JC. You're very kind. Um, yeah, I, it's kind of cool. We're coming up with scrolls, so that's neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why reviews help, too, to, like, 
bump us up. We're more likely to come up on those scrolls, which yes. would mean more true crime stories for you guys and everybody involved. And we can get Allison off of the regular payroll of having a real job and going over to this true crime area. And our daughter was listening to us read some reviews yesterday. And she's like, wow, people are so nice. It's so nice of them to take time out of their day to leave something so positive for you guys. I couldn't agree more. Agreed. It helps us. Every time we see a new review, I send it over to Allison. She gets happy. Indeed he does. And indeed I do. Yeah. So thank you for those. Um, anything else we got to cover? I don't know. I've talked enough. Do you have anything to add? Amen to that. I think that pretty much every like, day. Shut the hell up. Yeah. No, I th- I'm excited for football later today. So let's get this podcast yeah, done so I'm I can pumped. watch some football. I'm pumped. We're <laughs> roasting a chicken today. We're doing Ina Gardens, um, like perfect roast chicken or something like that. It's got like multiple thousands of reviews. So nice Sunday meal. Nice Sunday roast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. You're going to watch some football. We're going to eat some chicken. Yeah, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. You ready to go, young lady? I'm so ready. Right. I was born ready. Good, good. So here we go. Um, you may remember a couple of my other stories. They're they're out there from like overseas, uh, outside of the United States. Uh, they were from my friend Moondog151 mm-hmm. on Reddit. And Moondog keeps on coming out with these interesting stories. So I thought I'd uh, use another one. Moondog, he's a good guy. Yes. Um, I'm assuming guy. I think, uh, yeah, just, just to make sure. Yeah, guy but, or gal, whatever. Yeah. So here it is. This is about Dennis and Katya. Um, they're from Russia. So it's going to be, I'm probably going to butcher their last names. But Dennis Murivyov was born on August 14th, 2001, while Katya Vlasova was born on September 10th, 2001. Dennis and his family moved to the city of Skov in 2014. The reason the family moved that Dennis's stepfather was a former soldier who just got a job opportunity in the construction industry that moved the family there. A uh, little side note, Dennis's mother, Olga, was a psychologist. Didn't say that she had like any particular reason to move outside of you know her husband moving. So maybe it wasn't a big deal for her to move. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about Olga, Dennis's mm-hmm. mom. So I guess you can be a psychologist no matter where you are. Yes, absolutely. Dennis and Katya met for the first time in April 2016 when they were both 14 years old. Mm-hmm. But they're 15 years old at the time of this story. Okay. Uh, shortly after they met, they added each other on a Russian social network called VK. Um, it's short for something Russian. Kind of like Facebook, basically. They began talking with each other and quickly became friends. Um, you know, instant messages and you know, just kind of staying in touch as people do. They began talking with each other quickly uh, became friends, just like I said. Then they started talking, uh, taking walks together after school. And after several of these walks, the two began to fall in love with each other and became a couple. Okay. So they're getting pretty hot and heavy here. Unfortunately for the young couple, their parents didn't seem to approve of their dating. Because of their ages? I don't know if it was because of ages or, yeah, I'd imagine that probably had something to do with it. Um, didn't say specifically, but um, it could have been how some one of them were acting too. Who knows? Uh, one time they headed out for one of their walks in the middle of the night and didn't return. So the parents understandably freaked out mm-hmm. and called police around 3 a.m. when they still didn't show up. Police found them and brought them both back to Dennis's apartment. Um, which I think is his mom's apartment, well, too. Well, I'm sure the 15-year-old wasn't renting his own apartment. It's Russia, so I don't know. Things are things are different. Well, so. and then you'd assume he was living with his parents, hence they realized he was missing at 3 in the morning. Correct. What, correct. Where did they find the couple? The, I don't know. Okay. So, walking somewhere, mm-hmm. I imagine. Um, his mother, Olga... Oh, and this is actually how his mom, Olga, found out about Dennis's relationship with Katya, that okay. they were both gone. So he, she, at the before this, had no idea he was dating somebody. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, mother's intuition, I'm sure she had some kind of an idea, but this is kind of meeting her. Oh, well, well you're the one keeping, you're the little Dis- hussy. Distracting my, my, son. my son. away, exactly. 
Um, she was pissed at both of them going out late at night. And even though they knew Olga didn't want them together, um, but like anytime a parent voices something that, you know, they don't approve of, it only makes these kids be like, Oh yeah, I want her even more. Or, you know, I want him even more. They don't know us. They don't understand us. They don't know our love. Right. It's just fueling the fire. Yeah. So, you know, they usually brings a couple closer together while pushing the parents further away, mm-hmm. which is never a good thing. No. Um, same thing in like relationships. We talk about this a lot where it's like if you have a friend who's into somebody you don't think is right for them, you got to pretend. Just play the game that they, you think they're okay. Right. Average, at least. Don't talk shit because they're going to keep them away from you. And then you're going to lose your friend and then they're going to be even sucked in more to this bad relationship. Right. So a short while later, the two went missing again. Probably went off on another walk. And this time for even longer. Um, but good news, Dennis's stepfather found the two on a rooftop the next morning. Hmm. Just probably talking, chatting, hanging out, doing whatever teenagers do. Uh, after this, Olga went from, you know, I don't like this to you will not be seeing Katya anymore. This is over. Stop it. I don't want you seeing her ever again, basically. I kind of saw it going in that direction. Yep. Uh, as you might expect, Dennis is like, I make my own rules for my own life, uh, even though he's living under her roof, and ignored his mom and continued to speak with Katya. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you saw that coming a mile away. Olga eventually found out that Dennis was disobeying her, uh, no surprise, and still seeing uh, his his Katya. It sounds like Olga figured out what I said earlier, that you can't keep pushing them away. Not to mention she's a psychologist, so this is something that she probably knows well about. Um, but sometimes it's different. You know you, you know better, but it's hard to act. Sure, <laughs> when you're, you're protecting your own child and you want to think what you're doing is for the best of their, you know, for them. Yeah, exactly. So um, she decided... You know, I'm going to stop pushing them away. So I'm going to try to have a relationship here. I don't love it, but better to have a relationship than not. So she decided to invite Katya over to talk. Smart. Mm-hmm. Keep the lines of communication open. Get to know the girl. Maybe you'll find that you like her. Yeah, you never know. And at least you get more information. And then, too, I'd say, you know, okay, I need to be more open to you guys being together. But can you please respect me and not be going out in the middle of the night and disappearing? And sharing how you feel. Yeah. This makes me scared, you know, for my son. I know you guys are going to be out. Just check in or whatever. I mean, this is, you know, you have phones and you send a text or whatever it might be. Right. Um, So she, the talk actually went pretty well. Uh, Olga, Olga and Katya started to hang out. They'd go shopping together, go get some meals together. Uh, Katya even begun teaching Dennis's seven-year-old sister how to draw. That's awesome. Because she was good at art. So according to Dennis's mom, Olga, Katya was from a, quote, soulless and unloving family. Oh. Though not abusive from her understanding. Mm-hmm. So Katya enjoyed her time with Dennis's family. Kind of a place to get away from yeah. it all and you know, get away from the craziness. Uh, as for Katya and her background, Katya's mother, sometime in the 2000s, divorced her father while she was still young. And in 2008, remarried to an active special forces officer. Katya did pretty well at school. She enjoyed drawing, like I mentioned, uh, and music. So definitely more of a creative mind here. But not much more about her background seems to be known besides that. In the summer of 2016, Dennis's mother suddenly received a notice from the Juvenile Commission, um, which I guess is just people that look after kids or maybe the schools or something like that. But I've referenced it a couple times accusing her of, quote, improper upbringing for her son, Dennis. That Olga was being improper? Yep. Because as it turns out, Dennis wasn't taking school very seriously. Okay. Uh, skipping classes, generally being a dick towards his teachers, you know, just being very difficult, leaving the school's campus to go smoke uh, off campus, and just kind of a sudden change from his normal self. 
And anytime there's a sudden change from how somebody's acting, you know something bad is probably coming up, you know, whether it's uh, drugs or suicidal or something like that, you know, it's just something, or, you know, their, their focus is somewhere completely different. That's, you know, really scary for a parent or friends or anything. So definitely something to worry about when people start acting differently all of a sudden. Uh, Olga didn't know about any of this until she was contacted. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like out of left field. Like, what? You're telling me I'm an unfit mother? I what, what did I do? Well, I don't understand why they would send a letter that way. They should reach out to her and say, I just want to let you know your son is acting X, Y, and Z in school. He's not showing up. He's not participating. Why would you just assume she's an unfit mother? Uh, the only thing I can say is Russia. I don't know. She doesn't know what's happening at school. Yeah, if any Russian listeners can help me out with that, that'd be great. She's not there. Right. Exactly. It's so, like my parents found out that my sister had missed like 20 days of school or something. <laughs> right. They're like, and how they're the hell like, are we supposed uh, to know? Where was she? If, as, to my knowledge, she left the house for school. Right. We, I did, I we did don't my part. follow her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Maybe it was just saying, hey, you know, he wasn't at school. You know, I don't know. But I, it, it sounds like it was kind of more of a slap. An up attack first. to her. Yes, ex- exactly. Uh, Dennis had a school friend who was also noticing changes in his behavior. He used to be a good student who studied hard, but recently had become more hostile, uh, getting into fights with his friends. And early in this relationship with Katya, Dennis was really pissed at Katya since she would always be kissing other boys. While they were dating? <laughs> yes. Huh. So it's not I, a, I guess I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, it's you're, you're supposed to be together and I see you kissing other boys. I don't like that. Call, yeah. me, call me old-fashioned, but I don't like when <laughs> my, my significant other is kissing other boys. No. Um, and just so you know, Allison, if, if I saw you kissing other boys, I wouldn't like that. Oh, ooh, it's a good thing you don't see what I do at work. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. A lot of doctors with a lot of money. <laughs> That's right. On November 5th, 2016, Dennis returned home from school with Katya. And the two had a conversation which turned some into some bickering over how to spend the rest of the day. Um, you know, you got to have be kind of a hostile couple to be able to be talking about how you're what you're going to do for the day. And it just kind of turns into like a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that bickering led to a full force argument and a fight leading to Katya leaving. OK, so things got really heated there. Dennis took this out on the rest of his family, screaming at his mom and seven year old sister, which got him grounded to his home for the next three days. Uh, eventually, you know, pretty quickly, he came to his senses and he apologized to his family and his family forgave him. Uh, Dennis's relationship with Katya began to fall apart again as Katya had started kissing other boys all over again, but denying doing so. So who's seeing her doing the smooching? Well, you know how it is. Um, it's just other friends hear about it and then okay. it gets back to Dennis. The and, telephone game. Yeah, exactly. You know, they love the drama of it all. And, mm-hmm. you know, social networking and somebody can message somebody like, yeah, bro, I saw Katya making out with this dude over here. So um, on that same day at 11 p.m. at night, uh, Dennis's mother received a text message from Katya stating that her stepfather, a man named Alexei Vlasov, beat her and she ran away from home to escape from him. So she reached out to Olga because Olga's kind of her you know, mm-hmm. mother figure. And uh, even though she has a mother, just she, right. she kind of understands. Yeah, because you know, uh, whatever Katya's mom probably may not be able to do much. Maybe she's afraid of this Alexei. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Dennis heard about this, he headed out to try to find her just to make sure she was okay. Um, Olga convinced Katya to come over to her house and wait for her parents. So she agreed, came to stay with Olga. But when she arrived, she told her that it'd be better to live on the streets than return home. Mm-hmm. And Katya was also clearly drunk. Oh. Which is uh, no good here for a 15-year-old. Or for, yeah, 15-year-old. When her parents showed up, she refused to get in the car with them. Okay. And this is all going down at Olga's house? Correct. 
Now, you would think Olga wouldn't tell Katya's parents where she was since she just got beaten by Alexei. Yeah, it's a pickle because she's a child and, you know, it, uh, it's, a tough, it's a tough situation. Well, who knows if she's lying to. You don't know the full story. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't blame Olga. Just calling and saying. Yeah. And she didn't know. Like, she had never reported. Uh, that she had been abused. Correct. So, it's I, I see both sides. Absolutely. Not here to shame anybody. Mm-hmm. Just bring the facts. Um, so... You know, Olga didn't actually believe Katya because nothing like this had happened before, like I said. It seemed like her family was dysfunctional, but not abusive. But what Olga found out next changed things. When her stepdad, Alexei, arrived, he didn't say anything and instead just took Katya by the neck and dragged her away. Oh, that doesn't look good. Physically. Yeah. To their car. And um, Olga was able to hear Katya wheezing oh, um, from the car. Jeez. And Dennis personally saw Alexei headbutt Katya. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's where you step in. Yeah, it's pretty nasty stuff going yeah. on here. I mean, headbutting a little girl oh is Oh, my gosh. Despicable. That's disgusting. Absolutely. That's somebody that needs to be put away. So Olga was horrified and felt terrible for telling Katya's family that she was there. Yeah. Understandably so. You're like, God, I should have just like listened to her and let her stay the night and then figure things out in the morning. You know, so she was in a, in a bad situation. So the next morning, Olga called Katya to apologize. She's like, listen, I'm sorry. You know, I, I should have listened to you more. I'll do that next time, you know, trying to be, be there for her. But you know, good thing, it seemed like Katya was able to forgive her and everything would be better. So she's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you, you forgive me and everything. And it was, it was pretty good. But later in the conversation, Katya began to hint at the possibility of ending her own life. Oh, no. Yeah, so you know, being a teenager is really tough, and let alone adding on beatings and you know, physical abuse, mental abuse, whatever that might be. Olga again asked Katya to come over, and she did. Uh, when she came over, found she had a bruise on her head. Um, she was treating it with some ointment and a bandage, I'd imagine, as well. And Katya told Olga that only you care about me. That's sad. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, it's tough. Tough not to have anywhere to go, but at least she was able to come to you know, Olga's home. When Olga brought up her thoughts of suicide, you know, saying, you know, tell me more. Are you okay? You know, you're still thinking about killing yourself. That's not the right way to go. Katya said that she had come to her senses and completely changed her mind. Thank God that she was doing much better now. So maybe just a change of the surroundings Mm -hmm. and got her better. Uh, Olga had to take her two daughters to the clinic. Maybe they were sick. I have no idea. Maybe it was a regular doctor's visit. I'm not sure. But um, it left Katya alone with Dennis. So, you know, at this point, they were still kind of fighting, but, you know, Katya also went through some pretty bad stuff that Dennis saw. So, you know, hopefully they're able to rekindle things. Um, And when Olga returned, Dennis and Katya seemed to have made up. But Katya was still didn't want to go home, understandably so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would never want to go back, probably. I mean, unless things completely change. Alexi says, I'm so sorry, I'll never do this again, whatever. So... The next day, Olga went to Dennis's VK page, that social media website, and saw Dennis talking to Katya, with Dennis saying that he would go with her to the end, quote. Okay. So Olga asked Dennis about this, like, what do you mean to the end? Yeah, does that mean you're going to stick with her no matter what, or are we talking about the end of your life? Right. Like, what what does this mean? Is this impending? Is this coming soon? Do you guys have, like, some kind of pact here? A Romeo and Juliet type of situation happening? 100% what I thought the whole time. Yeah. Right? So um, old Dennis was like, no, no, you have nothing to worry about. It's just, you know, wanted to put that on there so she would calm down. Like, just really just wanted to say, till the end, are you are. I'm here for you. Yeah, it will last forever, whatever. On November 11th, Dennis had suddenly gone missing. Oh, geez. His mother and stepfather had returned home with Dennis nowhere to be found, and his cell phone turned off. 
Um, so I'd imagine it was turned off like they were trying to call him. It was going right to voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, they also found a few things missing from their home, like warm clothes, a pillow, blanket, dishes, a knife, a bottle of alcohol, uh, which I believe was Johnny Walker um, uh, whiskey, which okay. I, saw, I saw in one of the videos, and a bank card, which Dennis used at 6 a.m. to withdraw 1,000 rubles. Okay. Uh, right now, 1,000 Russian rubles is worth 15 U.S. dollars. Oh, so <laughs> well, we're not going to be getting too far Well, here. I think at the time it was about 500 bucks. Okay. So imagine it being like around 500 U.S. dollars, mm-hmm. the buying power. Um, yeah, just it's not necessarily the exchange rate because things are just different in different countries. So... Um, so anyways, I'd imagine, yeah, I imagine it'd be about 500 bucks. The day before Dennis, the day before Dennis had come across the same school friend that I mentioned earlier, but Dennis never told him anything about what he planned on doing. So, you know, people investigated and asked him, you yeah, know, where, where do you think Dennis and Katya could be? He's like, I didn't even say anything to me. Um, he instead said Katya had run away due to being beaten again. Okay. So now they know Dennis and Katya are both gone. Right. And it, they may not have told anybody because they might not have known they were going to do it. It could have been like the last minute. Hey, let's go run. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. Just wasn't even planned. They wake up that day like, I don't want to go to school. Let's just get away. Yeah. When Olga contacted Katya's mother, uh, she told her that Katya had been gone for two days already. Oh, wow. So sounds like maybe Katya went away and convinced Dennis mm-hmm. to come join her. Her parents actively refused to help look for them. <laughs> Well, obviously, we know there's problems going on within the household. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they sound like pieces of shit here. So I'd, it's probably run by Alexi, who sounds like a gigantic... Controlling, abusive mother effer. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, they refuse to look for them. Um, so Dennis's parents are basically like, well, it's on us to find these two. Yep. Um, and... Oh, so what they did say was that they told her that her stepmother lived in a nearby village called Strugri Krasnya, and the family owned a summer cottage where the couple may be holed up. Okay. So Dennis's mother contacted the said stepmother and was told if the teens turned up in the village that she would call her right away. Okay. Now, I don't know if the stepmother actually lived there. I think it was just a cottage and maybe, you know, it, it, I don't know. But this, this stepmother isn't mentioned again, from what I understand. The day after the disappearance of Dennis's stepfather, um, oh, the day after the di- disappearance, oh, I'm sorry, the day after the disappearance, Dennis's stepfather went to all the places that Dennis, Katya, and all the lo- local teenagers would hang out mm-hmm. just to try to see where they were. Makes perfect sense. Yep, but they were nowhere to be found, so the family decided to make a report to the police. Yeah, because obviously they're not going to go to a location that their parents are going to just be like, oh, let's head on over there. Right. That's too obvious. Yeah, absolutely. However, not long after the police report was filed, Dennis got in contact with Olga and told her that he was with Katya and that everything was fine and asked his mom to call the police and tell them to call off the dogs. Everything's okay. It's like, okay, well, that's not going to happen until you come back home and I know you're safe. You're 15. Right. Yeah, it's, it'd be nice just to say that. Yeah, you're living on your own. <laughs> but You're a child. Yeah, let's, let's be real here. He refused to tell his parents where he was and threatened to commit suicide if they continued to look for him. <sighs> so these kids are in a bad place. That's rough. Yep. Katya's mother also wrote a letter to Olga. I don't know if it was an email, but it'd be weird to just write a letter. But mm-hmm. uh, it might have been an email to Olga stating that she wasn't going to go to the police to file her own report. It's like, we know you're not. <laughs> you're washing your hands of the situation. That's fine, honey. I got this covered. We know you don't care. So it's into my hands. That's fantastic. You're a great mother. Um, not sure why. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was a letter or email. On, uh, on November 14th, Katya's mother did decide to make a report to the Commission on Juvenile Affairs in an attempt to get Katya put into a boarding school. Mm. So she wouldn't, like, search for her, but she made a report to make her go to boarding school to get her out of her hair. More like a punishment. Yeah. 
And so she wouldn't be responsible for mm-hmm. it anymore. The search for the two continued despite Dennis's continued requests and threats, but neither the police nor the parents could find any trace of the teens. So they weren't utilizing a debit card so that they could be tracked like, oh, now they're here. Now they're there. Right. Um, what the families didn't know was that the teens had arrived in that same village I mentioned, uh, Strugi Krasnia, by bus on November 12th. And Dennis contacted his half-sister, who lived in St. Petersburg, and asked her to rent an apartment for himself and Katya, because the two planned on moving to St. Petersburg on November 14th. Okay. So Katya's mother learned that they had been staying in Strugi Krasnia and physically traveled over to the cottage. It's okay. like, all right, enough of this shit. I'm going to go check things out for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called... Uh, Olga, and told her that the house and the door to the cottage had been locked from the inside. Okay. Okay. So thankfully, Katya's mom is finally looking for things yeah. and, and trying to get communicating. Stuff out. Yep. Um, Olga told her to go call the police, but she refused. <laughs> big, big surprise, because she didn't want them to damage the door and chose to just wait outside for them to come out willingly. Did she hear them inside? I think so. I think she knew for sure they were in there. Okay. Like it, I don't. I don't know if they said anything to her, but she knew they were in there. Basically. Okay. Uh, I don't know if she looked in a window and saw something, but she's like, they're, they're inside. Uh, Katya's mother and grandmother did approach the home and knocked on the door, and the two answered this time. Okay. So they know for sure they're there. Dennis told them to get the hell out of there <laughs> um, and go away, while Katya was standing behind him holding a knife, which, according to like the, some reports later that day, wasn't meant to be threatening. So they didn't necessarily take it as a threatening thing. She just happened to be holding a knife. So maybe she was cutting vegetables and she came to the door <laughs> and she was still holding the knife. Right. Let's assume that. Let's assume the best thing. <laughs> um, now, the problem was her grandmother noticed the knife and lunged at Katya to try to get it away from her. And um, it actually ended up cutting Katya's hands a little bit. Okay. Um, which resulted in Dennis taking out a pistol and shooting Katya's mother in the hip. Oh, my gosh. That escalated quick. No shit. So I had this in bold. <laughs> like, shoot, shot Katya's mother in the hip, which led to the two retreating. And, the you know, Katya's mom and grandma retreating. And they called the police while Dennis and Katya barricaded themselves inside the home. Oh, my gosh. So shit's getting real here, basically. At the same time, the police were notified, so were Dennis's parents, who ended up finally making their way to the village. So parents are here, everybody's here, police are coming. The teens, not long afterwards, also went live on Periscope, okay, which was a live social media app that got bought up by Twitter. So they're basically live streaming what's going on. Mm-hmm. So as more of their friends find out about this, they're sharing it with everybody. And this is becoming like kind of a big sensational thing right now. Like there's two live streams you can watch like recorded live streams are about an hour in total okay um, most of the time nothing's going on but there are a few times where things happen so uh, at one point in the videos they refer to themselves as bonnie and clyde okay so they're getting off on this they're thinking they're badasses and stuff mm-hmm. now katya's mom was telling the police and dennis's parents that dennis was holding katya hostage even though she has no reason to think so so she's just saying that she's making it up correct but during their live streams, Katya was quick to deny this because people were like, hey, is he holding you hostage? And she's like, no, no, we're just chilling, hanging mm-hmm. out here. I mean, that's the nice thing about the live stream. You can talk with them. Did the police have the live stream going so they could see exactly what was going on in the house? <laughs> Not initially. Okay. Which is ridiculous. But at some point, they got access to it. Um, so they're live streaming their barricaded house while interacting with people on Periscope. They explained to their audience that they ran away due to their poor relationships with their parents and that they were not going to give up before using all the firearms, which they got via a gun safe inside the cottage, 
which the teens managed to get open. Yeah, I was wondering where they got the pistol from. Yeah, so they were just opening. They have I had like a I guess a shotgun, a pistol. I don't know if there was some you know other equipment in there. So they're basically saying we'll shoot whoever tries to stop us, Correct. including the police. Yeah, don't come in. You're going to get killed. And how do they think this is going to end? <laughs> I, they, not not well. They they actually know this. They're 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 like this is probably our last day on earth. Is wow, kind of what they were that's talking so about. So extreme. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, guys, you're there's 15. Help. Yeah, there's help. You can get away from your current living situation. No matter how bad you think it is, you can get away. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you're feeling anything like this, anybody listening to this, you can get away. Yeah. And it sounds like Dennis has supportive parents. Right. So he got fooled into this somehow. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know love. how love can be. I did. Very well, intoxicating. I yeah. just You're intoxicated with my love. Exactly. I feel every you, day. You, yeah. You can I feel relate. like a prisoner every day, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm never going to make it out alive. You're not. <laughs> so the police arrived while the teens uh, were live on Periscope. So what does Dennis do? Dennis grabs a shotgun. And while laughing, I, I watched this video. He's like, <laughs> he laughs. He, he opens the window. He points the shotgun outside and open fire on the police van from an upstairs oh window. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, he actually got one of the officers um, lightly injuring the officer, prompting, prompting them to cover behind some bushes further down the road. Thank God he didn't kill one of the officers. Yeah, but and here's the thing. A lot of these reports you hear like a, a non-lethal injury, but it's like it could be like still like you might not be able to walk for months. Well, know? and it just so happened, though, that, you know, he wasn't shot in the head and right. died like this was potentially a lethal shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it still hurts pretty bad. It's in this course. guy still shot a cop. Yeah, so, and so I imagine they're stepping up their game here because now now it's violent. This is an active shooter. That we already knew he was an active shooter, though, because Katya's mom got shot in the hip. Right, but cops take it more seriously yeah. when they get shot. Yeah. So, and, uh, rightly, I mean, understandably so. Right. Um, and police called for backup right away, resulting in a standoff once they arrived. <sighs> Man. So according to the Daily Mail article I read, they shot at police up to 30 times. Jesus. And refused to give themselves up, while Dennis vowed, quote, I'm going out in style. So what I'm hearing is that they're probably going to commit suicide. That's what I'm guessing you're going to say. But obviously, go on. Thank you. The two continued to stream everything live, acting nonchalant, filming themselves smoking, dyeing their hair, cutting their hair, cooking, eating food while cooking. There you go. She was chopping vegetables. Uh, eating food, drinking, and showing off their firearms to the audience and talked about how a special police unit would inevitably storm the cottage and how they were going to shoot at them when they did so. You can only imagine how quickly the stream was getting shared between friends. And sure, friends. this is crazy shit. And what gets me is how calm they are. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point, Katya was like holding a pistol to Dennis's head, like for fun. Like That's they were just not looking. funny. And he didn't even flinch. Like he was just like smiling on the camera and like, you know, she's just like... Like pretended to shoot him. Were they on drugs? No, no. So they were tested for drugs afterwards. Just really? alcohol and smoking. I don't know. Maybe marijuana. I don't know. But it might have but been. But nothing cigarettes. like psychedelic or right. yeah. yeah, nothing like PCP or anything. Uh -huh. I mean, who knows? Um, they also filmed themselves shooting a TV set inside. Uh, they were sitting there in the living room. They shot at their own TV set. So you know, I'm sure the stepmother really appreciates that <laughs> happening in the cottage. Now they have nothing to watch. Um, and they later threw that TV set out the window toward the police. They also insulted the police, saying that the police in their area are useless and would storm the building simply because they'd be getting bored, stating that they were, quote, afraid of children and how fun it would be to shoot them wow. when they came in. I mean, this, you, you don't do this. This and is like a very dangerous situation. Police are coming in thinking we're going to kill these people. And they're fearless. Absolutely. It's crazy. It's scary for police and everybody involved. So they're talking shit to police. They openly describe themselves as, quote, psychopaths who are not understood. 
No, no kidding. They're feeding off of each other. Yep. Dennis also claimed to have shot two dogs dead before the police arrived because somebody asked him in a, the live chat. They're like, hey, have you k- killed anybody? And he's like, no, just two dogs. <laughs> and now uh, it doesn't seem to be any reports of dogs killed in the so area. So he was just lying to right. sound tough. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're you're awesome. You just killed two potentially defenseless animals. Yeah, you're a really cool guy. The viewers of the live stream tried to reason with the teenagers, but had no luck. One person asked them to think about what they were doing and like, hey, you have your whole lives ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not the end here. And Katya replied, life is ahead? Damn, they don't understand what we've done. With Dennis agreeing and saying they will put us in a children's prison, Um, which is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Their parents weren't any more successful contacting them as Dennis would not answer his phone or reply to text messages sent by his mom. The police were also trying to negotiate with the teens and coax them out, but they were still under the assumption that Dennis was holding Katya as hostage since they were calling him, calling him to let Katya go. Mm. So, like, they weren't necessarily watching this periscope, which no. I think is ridiculous. Well, they couldn't have been because then they would have seen her laughing and cooking and dyeing her hair. Right. So, I mean, I, I they did get access to it eventually, but not fast enough. Like, there's some definitely some police questionable police activity here. You would think somebody would have been notified immediately. Like, all the other teenagers in town are seeing what's happening on the inside, and you guys don't see it? Right. It's like, no, guys, uh, no, he's no longer <laughs> holding her hostage. Yeah. That's not a thing. For some crazy reason, information happening on Periscope wasn't getting to the police because, like, you know, at that moment, the couple was openly discussing suicide together. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the police did manage to get through to Dennis and Katya by way of Olga. She talked Dennis and Katya into surrendering all, surrendering all the weapons to her, which is a good move. So they, the police let Olga approach the door of the cottage? Uh, I'll tell you here. So they agreed to this, and the couple walked out onto the balcony and dropped the knife. Um, in various ammunition cartridges and all the guns that they had in there um, from what they said off the balcony and told her that only a ladle was left in the home. They they were referring to this ladle all the time. They're like, oh, all we have is this ladle. It'd be nice if we can maybe use this when they come in and start hitting them or, you know, whatever. They referred to this ladle like three times. I think they thought it was funny. And uh, the people on the live stream could see that there were no further guns visible on the video? Nobody saw any guns. Yeah, you, you can't see any in the video. She quickly gathered the weapons and moved them to the other side of the fence so the police knew the request was completed. Uh, Olga then returned to the balcony to continue talking with Dennis and Katya and had a pretty regular conversation that ended with Olga offering to let Katya move in with the family and live with Dennis away from her abusive parents. Okay. You know, sounds like a pretty good deal. Sounds like probably the thing she's most afraid of is going back home. Uh, She told the couple that she'd always be there for them and, you know, it, it seemed like they believed her which I would believe her as well. She wants them to stop this crap and, you know, come home. Obviously, they're going to have to deal with some things of shooting at police. Yeah, they're going to have to face some time for potentially attempted murder. Correct. Um, but, yeah, after they get past that, they can come Then you can Olga's come house. and live with us. Yeah. Olga also made some small talk about their new hairstyles since they're both cut and dyed. She's like, oh, they actually look cute or whatever. <laughs> so she's just trying to calm the situation. Yeah, like Olga seems like a rock star here mm-hmm. in this situation. The couple was trying to soak all this in and they decided they wanted to take up, you know, decided whether they wanted to take Olga up on her offer. So they asked for 40 minutes alone to talk about things and, you know, come up to a decision. And the police and everybody were okay with that. So they okay. said, okay, go inside, talk about it, and then you guys come back out. Unfortunately, it's all false hope 
because after the police counted the weapons that were dropped down, they still suspected that the couple had lied and still had some guns with them. Well, of course, they're just taking their word. They have no idea what was in that cottage. Not to mention these kids are fucking crazy. So Why would you trust them? They've given you no reason to trust that they're making any sound decisions here. Absolutely. You have to go in there thinking that there's guns pointed at the door. A thousand percent. Like these kids are suicidal. They're crazy. They want to live stream probably killing cops. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to make a be famous villains, basically, Bonnie and Clyde. So they asked Dennis and Katya to drop the rest of the guns that they suspected were in there. Mm-hmm. But Dennis denied that they had anything else but the ladle that he'd mentioned previously. Uh, soon, Katya's stepfather, Alexi, the piece of shit, uh, who is the legal owner of the firearms and the cottage, mm-hmm. arrived to the scene and confirmed that there were, in fact, more uh, guns inside the home. Okay. He knew best. Yeah. I guess he was a former sniper. So he knows all the guns that were in there and, you know, he had, you know, they were his. So sure. he's like, no, nah, there's like two or three, whatever they were. Um, after, that's why the police were like, you know, they, they, they suspected there was more and they're like, okay, there's definitely more. Yeah. After Dennis's requested 40 minutes had come and gone, Olga walked up to the home and asked if they were ready to come out. Dennis came out and said, okay, I need another five minutes and turned around, went back inside the home. Olga's ready to enter the home by herself. Just be like, please, just let me talk to them. Like, I swear I'm going to get this all done. Everything will be okay. But the police were like, no way. These people are like, you're unhinged. We don't know what's there. They might take you hostage. They might, you know, all we're doing is adding another, like, a variable to the situation. Right. And we know they still have ammunition inside. Right. So she listened to them and she turned around and came back. During those five minutes, she called Dennis's mobile phone, but didn't get a response because he turned it off. After the police were informed that they decided to wait longer, five minutes, they were like, enough of this shit. We gave you your 40 minutes. This is done. This is coming to an end right now, whether you like it or not. And they're just trying to control the situation. Oh, we want seven more minutes. Right. Oh, now eight. Yes. And it's like, this is going to keep going on. Yeah. Like any police would do the same thing. They're like, we're, we're coming in. Yeah. So be ready. The police entered the cottage and used a flashbang. You know what a flashbang is? No. Um, it's like a little kind of, like it's not a grenade, like an incendiary grenade that has objects in it. It's a flash that is so loud and lights up that you like are kind of dazed. Okay, kind of like blinds you almost. Uh-huh, 100%. Okay. I know because of modern warfare, Call oh, of Duty. Okay. So yeah, they, they come in there and I guess they're trying to negotiate with them, trying to be like, okay, well, we'll negotiate. And mean, meanwhile, they kind of throw in this flashbang into the room where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stormed the room where Dennis and Katya were staying, only to find the two both dead from a <gasps> single shotgun wound to each person. Oh, why? Yep. So unfortunately, they off themselves. Um, before the police stormed the cottage, both Dennis and Katya posted a message on their social media platforms, uh, the same message on both of their pages. It said, quote, I loved you, but you did not notice how you had ruined my mind and my life. Goodbye, all. Friends, family, and acquaintances. That is so sad. Don't worry. I'll leave in a beautiful way. Good luck to everyone in life. And please don't fear to live however you want you feel is necessary. A life of pleasure is the best life. I love you. So, yeah, I guess they offed each of themselves. They didn't, the police didn't hear the two gunshots. There's no reports of when the shots were heard. So I don't know if it went off during the flashbang. I don't you know whatever it was, but that's like the timeline. I'm not exactly sure of mm-hmm. like everybody would hear freaking shotguns, two right. shotgun fires you know, happening. So I don't know exactly when that happened, but by the time they got to them, they were both dead from self-inflicted oh, shotgun that wounds. Socks. Poor Olga. Now these pictures are available online. I didn't look at them. Of I have their no interest. bodies. Yeah. 
So, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. So anyways, the message was posted right after they cut off the live stream. The end of their live stream was just Dennis and Katya in silence, Mm. Um, except for Katya sniffling and trying to avoid looking at the camera. So they both pretty much at this point made up their mind. Yeah, we're going. Um, They knew, you know, the police were coming in and we're going to be put in a jail. So time to off ourselves. Um, An autopsy was done on the teens and it showed they were only mildly intoxicated from alcohol Mm -hmm. and had no other drugs in their systems. Um, at least what they tested for. What they think happened was Katya allowed Dennis to first shoot her dead and then immediately afterwards shot himself. That's so sad. So they don't believe that they each held a gun to their own heads. No, and I guess the way that the pictures look, you can definitely see that Dennis was the one holding it and shot her in the head and then himself in the head. Man alive. Like, you would think after he did it to her, it would shock him enough to be like... Holy shit, I'm not going to do Or push him over the edge to do it to yeah, himself. I guess I just did this to her. I have no choice. Yeah. Can you imagine holding a gun to no. your No. In fact, we just saw a preview to that M. Night Shyamalan. Am I saying his last name right? Yeah, I know. Um, his new movie. And it's like a situation where in order to save the world, these three family members have to either kill one of them. One of them has to die in order to save the world. And there's, I told you, well, there's no way I could kill you or the kids. I would have to kill myself. Right. Like, right. it's to point a gun at somebody's head that you supposedly love and, and fire like wow yeah crazy stuff so there have been numerous doubts as to what really happened uh, on the like, scene what broke here yeah with some believing that the police were guilty of shooting the couple um there that's like more of a conspiracy theory i think people like the internet just started buzzing and saying like no you guys came in they said they didn't have any guns and you know but they did have guns right so, clearly right well that from what we what what it looks like you know who really knows well and we know they threatened to kill themselves it's not like yeah uh, but my friend on reddit moondog 151 mm-hmm. he watched the footage and said it looks like the police were unarmed when they okay. went in which i i find that crazy that police would go in there unarmed i mean they're putting themselves at major risk unless yeah. they're in armor yeah i don't know um lots of people did bring up how the couple specifically said that suicide was no longer an option um, they did like say that at one at one point in their live stream. They're like, suicide isn't an option anymore. It's not. And maybe they were just saying that because they wanted to screw with the police afterwards and like cause all this ruckus or whatever. But it's never been confirmed whether the police shot at them or that they deny having done so. So it's it seems. Like, and I, he also looked at some photos. I'm not going to look at these photos, but from everybody that's looked at these photos, they just say for whatever reason that it looks like self inflicted gunshot wounds. Okay, and. Technically, Katya did not commit suicide. It was a murder suicide. Correct. So, which is what they probably wanted to do romantically, you know, whatever. She probably couldn't build up the courage to pick up the gun to hold it to her own head, perhaps. Maybe. I mean, that that's like some major stuff. I mean, that's heavy. Yep. Some also believe that there was a third person in the cottage with them. Where did that come from? Because some people said you can hear a voice that wasn't Dennis or Katya's on the live stream. Hmm. Did they perhaps have music playing? Maybe. Sounds like it was a very chaotic scene. Haircuts are happening. Yeah. Hair dyes are happening. We're cooking. Right. Maybe we had some mood music in the background. Correct. Knives are out. Yeah. People being shot, whatever. Um, Did you listen to the stream to determine if you heard anything? No, because it's super boring. It's like it's pretty much an hour of nothing. Yeah. And like shaky film and whatever. There's like two interesting parts where he's shooting at the cops and then they're like talking to each other. Mm -hmm, But the rest of it is very boring garbage. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but um, 
you know, den- and then also this is kind of the internet thing. Like this is the problem with internet. Like people start to get into things and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you hear this part? And it's like, oh yeah, I hear that. Sure. Then, you know, people want to he- believe these these conspiracy theories and that they know more than what's really out there. I think it's that thing that you always say is that Occam's razor. What? Like this. The easiest solution. The easiest solution is that it was a murder suicide. Correct. And I believe that Katya said, put the gun to my head and shoot me. Yeah. And she then, found it romantic probably, or like you said, couldn't bring herself to do it. Um, Dennis and Katya were both buried a day apart from one another. Olga wanted to have them buried together. But, of course, Katya's mother was hellbent on making sure that didn't happen. Man, this whole situation just sucks. Yeah, I mean, they can't say there's a right or wrong way. They're 15-year-old kids. Yeah, I can't say that they were like, you know. Well, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying they didn't love each other, but right. obviously it wasn't a healthy love, yeah. clearly. Uh, Katya's mother later blocked Dennis's family on VK and refused to ever speak with well, them. Well, you don't want You want to close that book. Yeah. As you'd imagine, investigations afterwards happened. They were looking into things like how a member of the police forensic team that was responsible for taking pictures of the crime scene uh, then proceeded to let his daughter borrow that same camera with the photos on the camera. Hence the way it got out. Yep. And wouldn't you know that after the dumbass gives up his camera, magically some crime scene photos are being posted to VK social network for everyone to see. Oh, wouldn't you have a, your own special camera for crime scene yeah. that, that didn't get shared around the house? Or you would think it would be fully downloaded and deleted. Before Designated leaving. for vicious, you know, pictures of death. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, this made it out. That's so sad. Uh, an invasion of privacy investigation was filed, but later dismissed due to a lack of evidence. Okay. I don't know how there's lack of the, evidence. The evidence is the, the pictures from the camera are now online for everyone to see. It basically seems like again this is russia so i think if people just didn't want to get in trouble they're not going to get in trouble okay. i mean it's a i mean of, i don't know what the laws are communist over. regime it's kind of like if he knows somebody decent he's not getting yeah. in trouble if he knows putin and anybody under putin that's close they're yeah. not getting in trouble. i mean we know his pictures ended up online so and yeah. that's guilt right um additionally katya's stepfather alexi mm-hmm. a piece of shit was charged with careless storage of firearms since the kids were able to access the guns in his cottage but the charges were dropped. Okay. Did you say they were in a safe? Yes. Was the safe locked? I don't know. So somebody had the, the code if it was. Right. Maybe Katya had it or mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe it was written right next to it on a post-it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Maybe. The head of the police department on duty at the time when this all went down was also charged with, quote, improper performance of his duties due to dishonest attitude to the service, which negligently resulted in the death of two persons, end quote. So they think he didn't handle it properly. Correct. What okay. did they want him to do? Not go in there? According to the case files, he failed to properly organize and work with local police to find Dennis and Katya before the shootout. So not finding them before they were you know, at this house, I guess. Because they were first reported missing right. and then went to the cottage. Correct. So it's almost like he did nothing while this was going on. But could they prove that they did do something? Um, maybe. So never. he also never looked into why the couple ran away from their homes. Uh, didn't ask, like, didn't interview people, didn't talk to friends, acquaintances, those sort of things. Um n- and then and then didn't like ask friends about whether they were suicidal or not uh, so lastly, when this is when they first went missing questions weren't being asked right okay uh he didn't include the juvenile affairs inspector in this investigation um in july of 2019 the case against him was dismissed again due to lack of evidence with the court concluding that 
uh, he could not have foreseen the events that would come to take place. Okay. Which I guess it's fair enough, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if they just do that to like kind of cover their asses or whatever. Um, employees on the Commission of Juvenile Affairs and representatives of the school where Dennis and Katya attended also avoided criminal charges due to the lack of evidence. The school, like, hey, you guys should have let us know that there were some problems happening here? Yes, exactly. Uh, an abusive power investigation was also filed against the local police and was investigated from police outside of the home village. But surprise, they also ruled that they had no criminal liability. Um, many are angry with these results and think that the police entered the cottage with the intent to take down Dennis and Katya. Hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. My friend Moondog doesn't agree with that. It sounds like it's more from a tabloid that's trying to like stir up controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then some people on the internet that are trying to make a thing. So some people thought they should have been given more time to calmly surrender and just come out rather than the police storming in. That, yes. And they also think that the police wanted to like go in and kill them and did and kind of like covered it up. Why would the police want to kill two 15 year olds? Because they shot at one of their own? Um, Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, also, this is Russia. Well, that's something. Yeah. So this is a thing. It's like, yeah, you're just messing with the government here, basically. And the government rules everybody. You don't fuck with us. Right. Exactly. And I'm sure this kind of shit happened. I mean, it happens in the United States, of so course. we're not can, much better. No, it can happen anywhere. But, you know, you'd think ultimately the goal is to get these two 15-year-olds out of the house peacefully. Yeah, not the worst case scenario. Right. So this case wasn't just big news in Russia, but also made some headlines internationally. In 2018, the Russian rock band Nuknya Sniperi made a song and music video based on this case called Instagram, which won a nomination for best music video at the Prague independent film festival in 2019. And the case was also made into an opera here in the United States called Dennis and Katya. Really? Yeah. A little one, small little opera. Um, I think a Russian TV host has said it best. His name was Tikhan Ziadko. Ziadko. Tikhan Ziadko, a host of RTVI, suggested parents become more aware of their children's lives. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, we need to love our children, talk with them, be friends with them. Then if our children get involved in strange stories, they will trust us enough to share the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough because you walk that line of wanting your kid to have some privacy and also wanting to know what is going on in their lives. Yep. And, you know, I have a hard time with what do we do with our phones? Do we comb through them to see what kind of texts are happening? Yeah, I do that I, uh, for our, our oldest. I go through his texts. Um, I don't read every single one, but I try to get an idea of who he's contacting. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are most recently contacted, I see if I recognize the name. I might read one text. I want to give him privacy Yeah, because he's a teenager and teenagers will do things and whatever. I get it. And I also mm-hmm. want to talk to him about that. Be like, right. I'm reading your things. Okay. Not actively everything all the time, but just know I have, I'm always going to have access to your phone. So, I mean, I guess that'll tell him to hide delete it elsewhere. Or yeah. delete it. Right. Every message that you send, just if it is anything of like a little saucy, just delete it. Yeah. But I mean, in general, you can usually get an idea. Yeah. So it's better to know. I mean, with their under 18, you got to have some kind of controls. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that's that's the story. Well, that is really sad. And it just seems like it went from like zero to 100 very quickly. Yeah, they just got these ideas in their heads and teenagers, you know, they'll they'll act rashly. You know, it made me think of that whole thing that you always talk about of like the the duo thing. Yeah, how they kind of like the madness of the madness of two. Yes, exactly. Maybe I get into those things. I don't know what it is. But as I was like, looking over it, I'm like, yeah, this is the madness of two again. This is 100% the madness of two because it was a definite feeding off of and building and building because to hole yourself up in a cottage and shoot at police and then kill yourselves 
that is just so extreme. So I would absolutely classify that as this. Yeah, I would say um, a folly ado. Yes. That's what it was. So it's, I believe Katya was probably the one that started the entire thing. Well, she had the unstable background. Yeah, and she probably was like, you know, not necessarily talking Dennis into it, but just like, you know, nobody believes us. Nobody believes in us. They don't know what we're going through. And he's like, yeah, 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 babe. Yeah, I got you. And he wanted to protect her from, you know, her abusive home. Mm -hmm. And maybe because Olga called the police and she was, yeah, it just like made him think that he was part of it too. It's like, but Dennis, you have the stable household. You know, we can help you. Yeah. But sadly, it just went too far far yeah olga did all the right things just yeah that's not, uh, that's just tragic yeah too bad 15 year olds that had their entire lives ahead of them to see that like there there's light beyond this exactly so thanks for listening folks um if you enjoy our episodes and want some bonus episodes we've got like uh 20 about 20 bonus episodes available every yeah. other week we record a new bonus episode it comes out on uh, wednesdays around noon eastern time and uh, our tier one patrons get one new one a month and our tier two patrons get one every two weeks. So if you want to be a patron, go ahead and look in our show notes and it says bonus episodes, click there and, uh, and enroll. And I just want to give a shout out to our awesome patrons. And we are recording this like two weeks ago when you're hearing this. So if you've been added, we'll get you on the next one. But uh, Colleen, Lily, Karen, Nadine, Allie, Michael, Kayla, Dominic, Brian, Shannon, Elizabeth, Mandy, Alana, Vivian, Trisha, Lauren, Megan, Jamie, Chastity, Elizabeth, Emily, Kathy, Ava, Jovi, Eileen, Misty, Rochelle, Destiny, Ellie, Sherry, Melanie, Bettina, Rebecca, Gabrielle, Angela, Sabrina, Sandra, Taylor, Dana, Allison, Ashley, Mindy, Sandy, Justine, Lauren, Heather, Louise, Jasmine and Bex, you are all lovely individuals, each in your own individual way. And we thank you. We thank you profusely because we might be able to do this thing full time at come uh, the end of the year. So tell your family and friends and uh, get Allison a full time job doing true crime because uh, we all know everybody says, Mike, your stories aren't as interesting as Allison's and that's okay. That's okay. Oh, your stories are wonderful and we thank you all for being here and until next time. Bye. Bye.